Get started on the right track. Keep it locked to The Drive with James Curtis on Hometown Christian Radio for the GTA. Listen every weekday morning on Joy Radio. Well, here's a surprise. Nile Motorbelt Jenkins has just shown up in studio. You normally drop by on a Friday. That's usually true, but surprise. Surprise. There you go. Guess well, who? Three guesses. <laughs> that first three don't count. Well, nice to have you on a Thursday. And, uh, of course, Car Connection is when you're talking all about cars, Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. So since it's Throwback Thursday, how about this? What was your first car? Okay. I'll describe it and see if you can figure out what it is, okay? Okay. I'm not an expert, so I may not get it. All right, so listen closely because there'll be lots of details. My first car did not have an engine or a tailpipe or a gas tank or headlights. Doesn't sound like a car. It was a pedal car. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Yeah, it was cheap on fuel. In fact, if I had it today, I'm sure I could get a good buck for it. For sure. Well, like the Flintstones, right? Yeah, it did have a horn, though. thought that was pretty cool. Safety first, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So well, your, your first real car, then. <laughs> okay, in truth. All right, I bought my first car when I was 15, and I know someone's already said, well, you can't drive at 15. You're right. I bought it at age 15, and I spent a year fixing it up. I had signed on to an apprenticeship, automotive service tech, and the guy who signed me up, waited a whole year for me to start at his facility. So I had a year to get my car ready. I paid $500 for it. I bought it through a friend from his father who had a shop in the Grimsby area. And it was a 1972 Toyota Celica. And it was red. Looked great when it was raining, but it had pretty much been painted with a roller. (laughs) The texture (laughs) of an orange. Nice. Um, I was a struggling service tech to put myself through uh, Mohawk College. So all my money was going for books and classes and everything. So money was extremely tight. And I was still going through school at the time, finishing off high school and then heading off to Moa College, then starting my apprenticeship. So I bought this car for 500 bucks. And at the end of the day, mechanically, it was fine. But there were a couple of things like I had no dash lights and I had no heater. And it was going to be more money than I could afford. So I had to say, well, we'll just have have to deal with that because I'm paying for my own schooling. So I would drive at nighttime with a flashlight tucked between my legs. <laughs> so you could see the dash. <laughs> so I could see the at least the tachometer so yeah. that I knew. How fast am I going? Yeah, how fast am I going? And in the winter, I drove with a blanket over my legs. Right. So it got me through school. Sure. It and was, it's a beater and, yep, you know, it was it's mechanically sound. It was fit. So that was my first car. My first car I inherited from my parents when they upgraded. It was a Burgundy Ford Granada. I remember those. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you? A gas guzzler. You bet. And and a boat. Like, the thing was huge. It was about a week long. Yeah. It was, uh, it was actually nicknamed by my friends as the Red Radio Rocket. Wow. But, man putting gas in that thing. I was using that when I first started in radio and it was costing more in gas than it was in how much I was making for the radio gig that I had at the time. Right. Those were thirsty critters. Yeah. The Ford Grenade, that's what we nicknamed them. But you can't go wrong when when you inherit a vehicle from your parents, right? I don't think I've ever received a car for free. Well, maybe I have. Yes, I did. A pastor gave me his father's vehicle, which was a 67 Chevy Beaumont four-door. 
behemoth of a car. Right. And it was a shame because it had sat on the grass and the grass was like three feet up the side. So when I pulled it out of there, the bottom eight inches of the vehicle all the way around were rotted completely. Wow. You know, rust proofing. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Talking about that coming up on Car Connection. So for all of you who want to know, is rust proofing worthy of spending the money? Well, you need to join us because I'm going to drill down, pull over and park and unpack all the nitty gritty that you need to know when it comes to rust proofing. But I will say this, if you want to keep it, you need to protect it. That's this Saturday, 7 a.m. And I guess while we're at it, the phone lines are always open. So if someone wants to call in and let you know what their first car was, that would be an interesting conversation as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. uh, Share that with us. It's Listener Saturday, which means there's no guests in-house and the lines will be open to take callers and questions and just banter in the Car Connection Workshop. We usually do that around the workbench with a coffee pot and a box of fresh donuts. Mm, Can't wait. Yeah, we resolve all the planet's issues. (laughs) Saturday morning, 7 a.m., Car Connection with Nal Motormouth Jenkins. Thanks, James. Have a good one. You too. Bye for now. Broadcasting to over 9 million people in Ontario is no small undertaking. For nearly 20 years, Joy Radio has been used by God to transform lives and save souls. We need your help to continue our mission. Please support our advertisers and programmers. Find a list of our ministry partners at joyradio.ca slash support. Thanks for choosing Joy.